Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Jabber and Jake podcast. We are back here with episode five. And boy, was last week a fun episode. We got to talk about some crazy stories from when I was in high school uh, with my friends. It's particularly my friend Zave. And I mentioned how, you know, one day I would like to have him on here as a guest. And I definitely do. And I think that having guests on the podcast will be a fun thing. I definitely want to do at some point in the future after we get some time going on here and I got thinking into how I could incorporate it because there are so many people that I think would be interesting to have on as guests you know be cool to just have a conversation with them or they'd they'd have some funny input to to give to the podcast and you know I was thinking of you know initially I was thinking like every once in a while I might have a guest in a normal episode um which is what most podcasters do, or they have one every episode. But this is the kind of podcast where, you know, most of the time, you'll just be listening to me, if if you decide to listen to me at all. And, you know, that style of podcast, usually it's like every once in a while, maybe, that person will have a guest on, if at all. And, uh, you know, I thought, yeah, I could do it that way. Um, you know, it seems to work out for the most part. But... Like I said, there's just, you know, a decent number of people I, I'd like to talk to or have on the podcast. It'd be kind of cool. Um, and so, you know, maybe one thing I was thinking of doing was I do the normal episodes like I do every week. And maybe like once a month, you know, I, I record a bonus episode with a guest. Um the hurdle then being, you know, I have to make, I would have to try and make sure that, you know, somebody is available every month, which, uh, you know, I think most people can manage like one meeting a month, you know, for like, if you just tell them it's 30 minutes, but it's, uh, definitely a logistical march. You got to make sure you're consistently doing it. I mean, then again, releasing a weekly episode is is a similar type of thing. But here, you know, it's just me. I have a lot more control over myself being able to get here and record each week than getting somebody to be like, hey, you want to talk publicly on a podcast for half an hour once a month? Especially adults. See, that's the thing I've learned about being an adult is nobody has time for anything anymore. And I'm not even married with kids. You know, and a lot of my friends aren't even married with families. But somehow there just seems to be no time for anything anymore. Uh, I don't know how that happens. They they don't tell you that. Or they do tell you that. But we don't listen. I don't know. Could be one of the things. But uh, I'm here, as usual, in the studio, in the closet. And I've rearranged it a little bit. I've, I've taken some things out because I kind of had some stuff hanging up. And I'm not just talking about the insulation that I stuffed into pillowcases to make a more acoustically uh, good environment for... When I try and, you know, just do my hobby of voice acting, I say it as if I've done any of it at all. I still haven't really uh, dipped my toes in. Because, like I said, no time, which is really just an excuse uh, where I'm just not... Let's be honest. I don't organize my time well. I don't manage my time well at all, uh, very well at all. And, you know, there's several things I could blame that on, right? Uh, 
one would be, you know, the, the amount of time I, I, you know, it's like two hours out of my day, at least each day going to the gym. Um, but I'm not going to cut that out because I'm, you know, I'm really seeing progress and I'm enjoying it. And I'm having fun. And it's something my brother and I do together. Uh, or it could be the, the fact that I have four dogs, which is about, you know, three dogs too many. Okay. No person needs four dogs. A family hardly needs four dogs. Families usually get maybe one dog. Okay, one dog or, you know, if you're going to spend a lot of time with it, playing with it and giving it attention, you know, if it's like your kid or something, you know, one dog. But, you know, if you don't want it to be lonely because you're not going to have as much time for it as it would need, then you get two dogs so that they can keep each other company. You know, that's fine. But four dogs, way too many. I mean, you know, it's like people that have like 12 kids. It's like, okay, you have no time to, like, your heart doesn't have time to beat. Like, your heart has to schedule appointments. It's like, all right, I'm going to beat uh, on the 5th at uh, 3.27 a.m. And then let's see when the next opening is. Yeah, it's going to be a couple weeks out. Uh, meanwhile, you're running around, you know, dealing with things everywhere. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's... uh. So I, I rearrange the closet is what I'm trying to say, I guess. And it feels less like a coffin and more like a closet now, which is good. You know, I, I don't, I haven't been in enough situations to know whether I'm claustrophobic or not, but I can maybe understand why someone would be claustrophobic. It's the feeling of like not being able to move. And that's kind of how I felt in here. I felt like, you know, I was pretty, pretty crushed in. And like, I, I certainly, movement is possible, but... I'm a, you know, I'm in such a small space and I don't have a lot of a uh, surface area like to set my equipment on and I got my mic and if I bump anything, you know, you hear it and it messes things up, knocks stuff down. So there's that. That's why and when you you're like trying to hold yourself still cuz I've had to do it for stuff like long car rides where you have way too much stuff packed in the car or something like that and just you get sore, your muscles get stiff cuz you're like constantly, you know, using them to like try and not move. You know, people don't maybe think about not moving as using your muscles, but your muscles do more than just move things. They keep things stable, too. Um, so, but it is still way too hot in here because, you know, insulation and then a small space. So, I got my drink with ice here. Got my gamer sups. Not sponsored, but man, I would love to be one day. It's just so good. It's like a... Well, I don't drink coffee, so I drink that instead. I like the flavors better. You know, you can get caffeine and stuff. You get... You, or you can get caffeine-free versions. They got all kinds of different flavors. They got cool cups. That's what drew me in, is the cups. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I showed it to my doctor, and I said, what do you think of this? And he's like, oh, looks great. So there you go. There's a shining endorsement for me but um so let's see oh so somebody uh had asked me because i mentioned it in passing quite a few episodes ago uh what i was talking about when i said about the the car blinker thing in alabama so i'm just gonna elaborate on that a little bit so now bear in mind it's not something that everyone does in fact 
probably, I would say most people don't do this. But enough people do it to take note of it. Because the thing is, when I was living in Vermont, the number of times I saw it happen was probably about zero. So, if you see it happen, say, three or four times a week, maybe, and I don't commute very far to work. I mean, I mostly work from home, you know, so I really don't drive that much, because I don't need to, because I can work from home, but if I need to go to the grocery store or something like that, right, or run some errands, I drive in the car, maybe five, ten minutes into town. I really don't get out enough. I don't go anywhere. That's on me. But the fact that I see it happen that often, you know, on such a short drive means that it's worth noting. So basically what will happen sometimes is this is a thing that can only happen when there is more than one car in front of you. There's a line of at least two cars in front of you in traffic. And the car that is in front will be turning onto a different road. And what the person immediately in front of you might do in that situation is turn on their blinker. So let's say the front car is turning right. The car in front of you will put the right blinker on and then they might not be turning right. They just turn on their blinker to let you know that the person in front of them is turning right or left. And it's something I never saw. And, it, you know, of course, I was like, what? That, that's kind of strange. You know, you usually only turn your blinker on if you're turning. And, you know, it's fine. I mean, you get used to it, but it's kind of like catches you off guard the first time it happens. Uh, when I actually worked down here in Alabama, I, I know how this is going to sound. I know how this is going to sound. It just sounds like it's a story for the bit. But I promise you, this 100% actually happened. 100% actually happened. I'm not making this up. When I used to work down here, I had quite the commute. Much more of a commute than I do now. It was like a almost an hour commute back and forth from work. And I remember one day I was heading home. And there's always traffic because the, the highway that I take to get home, everyone's taking to get home. You know, everyone in the county, in the next county, even. So, naturally, there was a line of traffic in front of me, right? And I distinctly remember these two occurrences on this way home one night, where the car in front of me, he turned on his blinker for the car in front of him turning, you know, doing the thing that I just mentioned. Later on in that drive, you know, a while later, maybe 20, 30 minutes, I don't remember, it doesn't really matter, but like... Later on in this drive, this guy turned off the road himself, you know, turned onto a different road, and didn't use his blinker. So, this guy put on his blinker earlier to let me know that the guy in front of him was turning. And then later on, he actually turned, did not use his blinker. So that guy is, you know, that's just that, that's just a that guy thing, I think, you know, but, uh, you know, nothing but love for, for 
my friends in Alabama. I mean, the people down here are so nice. You know, I always mention to share the podcast with just, you know, random strangers and, and people you meet and friends and family, acquaintances, even your enemies. But that's the thing, right? Is I was at the bank, right? Talking to the loan officer that had helped me get my uh, my loan for this house, right? And I told him about my podcast, you know, because I'm, I'm trying to get this, this out there, you know, trying to spread the word. And he's like, oh, yeah, no kidding. He said, yeah, actually, I'm a, I'm a bit of a podcast guy. I'll definitely check it out. And then, you know, we were having a conversation stuff. He's like, you ever been to one of the Alabama football games? We got to get you there sometime. I'm going to take you to one of the games. Now, that is something that you would not very likely see in Vermont. The only way, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like you're... you're I mean, this this is the guy that works at the bank that helped me get a loan on my house, right? It's I didn't know him before, you know? I just called up their business and said, hey, I would like to do business with your business. Can you please give me money so I can buy this house, right? No reason necessarily for, you know, us to be friends or hang out or anything, right? And in Vermont, that nor- that would that would about be it. But the people down here are so friendly... It's like, yeah, you know, we'll have to take you out to a football game or something like that, you know? I mean, the people that my parents bought their house from, we're still friends with and keep in touch with, so it's like, it's a it's a cool thing. And like I said, in Vermont, it's not like they're hostile to you, you know, you go borrow money, it's like, hey man, how's it going? It's like, hey, listen, let's just, let's just talk this loan, all right? No need, no need to, no need for the small talk, you know? But it's unlikely that you necessarily be chatting and have and and being friends with people unless you were already friends beforehand or unless you as a customer puts the effort in you know it's hardly ever the I think the bank teller or the the loan officer or whatever that's going to be striking up the conversation or it could just be me maybe I'm just you know antisocial but the point is I thought it was really cool you know and uh and for the record the he, he is a really cool guy really friendly and he helped me so much throughout the process of buying my house definitely definitely a great guy we should go see that that football game sometime hopefully um but yeah it's a cool thing i also see you know i've also seen some uh and the weather is something else though it's too hot i mean that's something i definitely miss about vermont something i would take with me is the cold and the snow i'm sorry i hate the heat i can't handle it you know i wasn't made for the the hot weather i've seen a meme right well, so you know on a summer day, right, when your car's been sitting out in the sun and you go and get into it and it's hot, it feels like you're kind of sitting in an oven, right? It gets that way in Vermont. Well, down here, you know, your car's been sitting out in the sun, you you go to sit in it and it's been sitting. If you can't, you literally can't breathe for several minutes like you got to get that thing airing out you got to get you know some air circulating I mean it is bad like you literally if you sit in there for 15 20 minutes I mean you stick a thermometer in you you're going to have an internal temperature that's like you know considered safe by food safety standards you're getting baked at like 425 and I saw a meme about that where it's like well the upside to this Alabama heat in the summer is you know that a killer is not going to be sitting in your back seat waiting to kill you in your car and I'm like yeah, you know, that is that good point. That is a, that is a good way to look at it. 
But the thing is, the people down here are so friendly, right? The killers, the killer will probably just be standing out by your car waiting by the back door. And he's like, hey, man, you know, I was going to sit in the back seat and, and wait for you to, to get in your car and, like, stab you and kill you and stuff. But, man, like, this this heat is just, you know, I, you don't understand. Like, I would die if I, I, if I stayed in there, you know. I'd be like a roast turkey. I'd have an internal temperature of, like, 165 degrees Fahrenheit or whatever the, the safe food, food safety standards is. And, and, you know, I'd be like, yeah, totally get it, man. Hold on just a second. Let me get the AC running and stuff like that. You know, you turn it on and like cool down. It's like, all right, man, hop in, you know, hops in the back seat and stuff like that. And then, you know, you just, you just start chatting instead of killing you, you know, you just become friends, right? And you're like, Hey, yeah, we'll have to go out and maybe, maybe get a beer this weekend or something or, or, or play some Xbox or, you know, and you're driving along, there's a car in front of you and they're turning onto a side street and says, Hey, Hey. What are you doing, man? Don't 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 forget to turn your blinker on. He's turning. Um. <laughs> so there you go. Um. Oh, I got I got so. I spent some money on something I really didn't need recently. Uh, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that expensive. It wasn't something like crazy expensive. But I, I I definitely spent some money on something I absolutely didn't need recently. And uh. So here it is. Oops. <laughs> An oops button. Uh, for those situations in your life where, you know, an oops is warranted. Uh, this was, you know, some merch sold by a comedian that does a podcast that I like to watch um, called Congratulations. It's it's And, you know, I don't necessarily fall into like, oh, I really want that merch too often, but it just seemed you know, kind of amusing, so, oops, it is, um, (laughs) and it's so stupid, but it's also so funny, and I've already used it way more than I should have, um, so, by the way, this episode, we're kind of going back to our roots a little bit, like I did in the first episode, where, uh, don't get me wrong, I have some stuff written out on a script, or in an outline, I should say, not so much a script, I've had scripts for some of the other ones, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to go a little bit more improv on this, uh, you know, so I don't have to rely on a script every time, I can have some talking points, but I'm trying to, you know, also work up the the skill, and I used to have the skill back in high school, Uh, you know, I used to give speeches quite a bit, um, because I was a prefect at my high school, and then also you'd give speeches at morning assembly sometimes, or you'd give different speeches, and, you know, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a good liar, you know, I'm not even necessarily a good bullshitter, but I am pretty good at, you know, or I should say, I was pretty good at sometimes making some short speeches off the cuff, uh, and I remember there were a couple of speeches I gave that were, like, off the cuff, that I hadn't written or practiced beforehand, and I was telling the assistant headmaster about that. And he was like, yeah, no, you didn't. He didn't believe me. And I don't blame him for not believing me. But it was the truth. But, you know, it was like when I started to get older. And I'm not, you know, I'm only 25. I'm not old. But also when I think about it, you know, it was like seven years ago. I was in high school, too. Uh, but, you know, as I got older, it felt it feels like, you know, some of the skills started to, to slide a little bit. You get a little bit worse at things. Maybe you get a little, 
I think in my case, maybe I got a little more insecure about stuff or you just, you're not practicing everything as rigorously as you were in high school because you get the the freedom of being in college and, and in the adult world. And then you realize like, oh, hey, um, I don't have to work myself to death anymore. Um, and yet I kind of, to some degree, miss that a little bit because, you know, I got some, some goals and dreams and cool things I want to try out, um, experiences I want to have. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm resting on my laurels, I'm not going to ever get a, get a chance to try it out. You know, um, like this whole podcast thing. Uh, this is one of the things I decided to start doing because, you know, it just seemed like a fun hobby to try in my spare time because it's a lie. Like I said, it's a lie that I don't have spare time. I definitely do. I just am not good at organizing my time, but stuff like this, you know, I definitely, definitely do have the time if you just make the time for it, even if you do have three too many dogs or maybe two too many dogs, but well, you know, and it, Hopefully this episode will be up to a bit of a higher caliber than episode one. You know, if it's if it's the same caliber as episode one because I didn't come in too prepared, then yeah, probably you you know you probably won't. This episode probably won't see the light of day. But if you're hearing it, that means that you know we're doing all right. Oh, dude. Yeah. So this was another thing, right? Something they they didn't tell you about, like when you get a home the all the mail you get that's like so many insurance companies being like hey you know we uh we hear that you're a homeowner now you need some insurance like i swear so many letters from insurance companies trying to sell me insurance even though i already have insurance and i mean i already was getting a bunch of letters in the mail like from credit cards trying to you know, get me a sign up for their credit card. But it's like, it. I came to the realization that cleaning out your inbox, like things that people do with their email, cleaning out your inbox has been around, has probably been around since like the Pony Express. You know, when they were delivering, when literally they would have these small light, you know, little guys like, riding across the country on horses they had to be small and light you know so that the horses go fast and go along but when they had you know these little dudes on horses literally delivering your mail right you you know they'd be going so fast sometimes that they'd have like it's like the horses were in a relay race and the guy was the baton and i swear to god it's like probably just you know toss the guy from one horse to the next horse come up. He's like, all right, you're, you ready, Joe? You ready? Toss the guy over and, you, you know, the guy's hoping that he sticks the landing with his bag full of letters and he doesn't drop any letters out. And, man, you land on that saddle wrong and he gets hit in the nuts, dude. He's, he's, he's like, dead. He's probably passed out for the next leg. The horse is like, well, guess I'm on my own. It's like if you fall asleep in your Tesla while it's on autopilot driving you to work or something. Um... And so imagine it's like, right? Imagine you're the guy delivering those letters and you get to the, you know, you get to the recipient and and the guy's like, oh, great. I'm so sick of getting these letters. You know, this is, I I don't want these anymore. Send this to my spam folder, you know? 
and hands it back to the mail carrier and it's like wow came all the way out here for that all right well i guess now we know these ones are marked as spam and he feeds it to the horse you know it's like you know back when they were delivering things by carrier pigeon you know it's like oh yeah no those types of messages go to my spam folder and what that means is the pigeon just drops it in the ocean or something you know it's like you ever hear about those messages in a bottle you know when a bottle washes up on the shore with a message in it and stuff that's just somebody's spam mail from back when they they did you know carrier pigeon deliveries you know amongst all the garbage and plastic that is in the ocean is that ever actually a thing like message in a bottle like where did that come from i wonder let me okay hold on let's see i'm gonna try and google this where can't type such an awkward position where did messages in a bottle I mean, I don't know. It just sounds like actually people found messages wash up on the shore in bottles. And I guess it just happened enough times that it kind of became a thing where people were like, oh, you know, message in a bottle. And maybe it was just these carrier pigeons dropping them in the ocean somewhere. Um, you know, imagine like ancient Egypt when things were printed on papyrus, right? And there, I don't even know how they would have delivered you know, they would have delivered messages back then or something. But it's like, you know, just, <laughs> I kind of chuckle at the thought of, like, the level of effort going up for each iteration of this. Like, the further you go back, the more effort it is to, like, make these messages and deliver them to people. You know, like, back, you know, what about, like, we had cavemen. You know, like, what if when they were chipping, like, chiseling messages into stone tablets or cavemen painting on the walls, right? Like, how do you deliver that? And then you deliver it, and it's like, yeah, no, the, this is spam, man. This is my junk mail. I don't want to see this. I think I would be so mad. I would rather probably them just not tell me and let me think that they actually want it, because at least then I don't know that I made that effort to deliver that message for nothing. And it's always the messengers, you know? That's why they had to make up the saying, don't shoot the messenger. Because, like, that guy's just, you know, just delivering a message from someone, you know? It's like, hey, I'm sorry you're unhappy about this bill, but I'm not the one charging you money. But, I realized when I got my last haircut uh, that I have a desk in my house that I also had when I lived up in Vermont. I have a desk in my house that looks like it belongs in a barbershop. You know? You know the type of table I'm talking about? I mean, not in like a modern day like hair salon, 
right? Because they're all modern and stuff. I'm talking about like an old-fashioned barbershop that has like the colorful like candy cane looking pole that spins outside. Actually, my barber up north in Vermont had something like that. And you know, they got the old like nostalgic, like historical little pieces of furniture and posters and stuff like that. And that's the type of desk I'm talking about that you'd have in there. And it kind of makes sense because I don't know where this desk ever came from before it was in my possession. Pretty sure my mom had it and I don't know how far back it goes before that. But it's like just the style and also the color. It's like a... I don't know what kind of shade of green it is. Like a mint green. It's a, it's a very like light light green. Like maybe a, a, a green stick of like spearmint gum or something. And it looks like it belongs in a barber shop. So if there are any barbers out there listening to this... Um, you know... Make an offer, and and I'll sell it to you in your shop. Um, but so, like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, uh, I I really want to take the level of this podcast up. So I was talking about having guests on it, and I'm thinking of also, you know, maybe some some segments to do either with guests or without, you know, my brother and I were watching something the other day, this segment of like trying out different foods or something like that. And I was like, oh, that, that actually could be a fun idea. You know, that would be a cool thing to do. So uh, I think on this episode, I'm going to, I'll look into the other uh, platforms that this, this is on, but I know on Spotify, I can put like a Q and A or a poll or something like that. And I'm interested to hear from uh, those of you listening out there, you, you can comment on YouTube as well, like, what types of segments or things you'd like to see, you know, maybe see on this show, um, not, not necessarily specific, specific topics, um, those are, those, you know, specific topics and questions and stuff like that are, are kind of reserved for the, uh, the patrons on the, on the Patreon, but, you know, there's a chance for anybody listening out there to, to maybe suggest some segments, some structured segments or things to talk about on this show that you, you know, think might be an entertaining thing to bring back. You know, something where the subject matter can be changed from time to time. Like my brother and I were talking about, you know, we watched a show, uh, this YouTube show, Good Mythical Morning, and they did a taste test of like a bunch of different Pringles flavors and like rated them and and stuff like that, and he said, oh, we should do that sometime, and when he said that, I said, oh, we should do that sometime, and maybe record for a podcast episode or something like that, so, uh, maybe that's something I'll do, yeah, I was gonna record this episode last night, and, uh, I just got to be kind of too late, and stuff like that, but if I would have recorded it, I think the, uh, the dryer, because uh, cause we had clothes in the dryer. I think the dryer would have finished while I was in here and I would have had to go get it. Dude, that <laughs> that dryer, I love I loved the dryer. It, like, sings to you when it finishes up. And I don't mean, like, a little, like, ding, you know, like the like the wash is done, not like a, you know, like the annoying buzzer that you would get. I mean, this th- this dryer legit, like, sings a whole jingle to you that's, like, 30 seconds long or something um, because it's a Samsung and it's made by the Japanese and that is the most Japanese thing ever and that is another reason why I love Japan 
is you know, Alabama, you make friends with like strangers and um, the guy who helped you get a loan for your house. And in Japan, you make friends with your appliances. It's it's pretty cool. But, well, that's going to bring us to, you know, about 30 minutes for this episode. And hopefully it turned out pretty well. Like I said, a little bit more off script this time. Not uh, a whole lineup of things ahead of time like I had last time. I had, you know, stories lined up. But I... You know, I just kind of figured I'd go with winging it a little bit. And there's going to be more ums and you knows and stuff. The types of things that I cut out a lot from the first episode. Because we're starting to get more comfortable. And we're starting to get more real. And, you know, there's going to be some times of dead air. Where I was Googling that message in a bottle thing. To find out that it's just, well, yeah, you know, people found messages in a bottle. And, and you know, I wasn't going to spend ten minutes researching it. Because there's not that much time in this episode. But, and I just... Like I said, I just hit something on my desk and it probably picked it up in the microphone because there's not that much room in here. But that's all part of the experience. So uh, that'll do it for this episode of the Jabber and Jake podcast. Again, if you have any ideas for a segment that maybe you'd like to hear or see on this podcast, um, please definitely do engage with the podcast. Leave comments. um, Answer the the Q&A. If you have some way of interacting with the show on whatever platform you're listening or watching it on, uh, please do that. And I'll try and look and see if there are some good ideas in there that I can add to the show, um, whether it's something that happens every episode or every once in a while. And also, uh, please share the podcast with other people. You know, tell them about it. If you think they'd be interested or you're not sure or something, just, you know, spread the word. We want this podcast to grow. Um... A little presumptuous to say we. I mean, I definitely do. I'm having fun with it, and I definitely want to keep doing it. And uh, not to say that I'll stop if I don't get a big enough audience, but it definitely helps to see uh, to see something that you care about start to, to grow and flourish. But for those of you out there already listening, thank you for the support. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed, and I'll see you next time. Bye.